Welcome to my canning cellar, episode 13. Condiments and how much did my beans cost me? I remember when we were first married, my husband brought us some ketchup that his mom had canned. It didn't look at all like the store-bought ketchup I grew up on. It was a very dark burgundy color, and I'm pretty sure I didn't try it. But then along came 2020 and my canning fever, and I wanted something different to can. So I decided I would try to do ketchup, but I wanted to make the red, red ketchup that I grew up on. Because tomatoes are naturally acidic, plus I was adding vinegar to the recipe, I could safely do this in my water bath canner. I used nine eight ounce jelly jars and I sterilized them in my oven at 225 degrees for 15 minutes. Well, I always shut the oven off after 15 minutes, but then I keep the jars in the heat until I'm ready to fill them because I always like to start my water in my canner, just as a head start. So, hot food, hot jars, hot water. And with my lids, I just put them in a nice pot of hot water, just enough to warm up the rubber seal. So my recipe was four quarts of chopped tomatoes with the skins removed, one cup of chopped onion, a half cup of chopped sweet pepper, one and a half cups of vinegar, one tablespoon of canning salt, and actually I use sea salt, a quarter teaspoon ground allspice, a half teaspoon cinnamon, and three quarters cup sugar. So I combined all these ingredients in my heavy Dutch oven and I let them cook down until I liked how thick it was. It took about an hour on medium low heat and it does cook down quite a bit. Then using my canning funnel, I filled each jar to a quarter inch headspace. I wiped each rim with a cloth that was dipped in vinegar. I put on the rings and I processed for 15 minutes, which is the time I needed to do it with my altitude, which is between 1,000 and 3,000 feet. And again, I don't start the timing process until after the water has come to a rolling boil. And again, two inches of water over the jars at all times. When done, I used my jar lifter to remove the jars and I let them set on a dish towel on my table until the next day. Well, surprise, surprise, this ketchup, like my mother-in-law's many, many years ago, is the dark burgundy color, not the bright red that I'm used to. But it tastes like barbecue sauce, and it tastes like really good barbecue sauce. So I just labeled all my jars barbecue sauce, and I'll keep this recipe on hand. Someday I may try another ketchup recipe, and I'll let you know how that turns out. In January, I decided I wanted to make some yellow mustard. Despite my husband reminding me that we can buy mustard for only a dollar a squeeze bottle, I persevered. One problem I had was finding yellow mustard powder, but I finally found it on Amazon in a two-pound bag. And FYI, a two-pound bag is a lot. So I found a recipe that someone shared in a Facebook canning group. The ingredients she listed were three cups of white vinegar, three cups of apple cider vinegar, four cups of mustard powder, four teaspoons of garlic powder, four teaspoons of salt, and I use sea salt, four teaspoons of turmeric, two teaspoons of paprika, and four tablespoons of white sugar. I whisked everything together in my vintage heavy Dutch oven, my go-to pot, heated it on medium, and I let it gently boil until I thought it was thick enough. It did cook down, which was necessary, but it seemed a little disconcerting because in my mind I was losing product, but of course I really wasn't. 
Because the mustard was hot, I had heated my half pint jars in the oven at 225 degrees. I turned the oven off after 15 minutes and left the jars in there to stay hot until I needed them. Then I spooned the mustard into the jars using my canning funnel and a measure cup and I left a half inch head space. I wiped the rims clean with the white vinegar to remove any mustard residue. I put the lids on and I finger tightened them. I had already started my water going in my water bath canner, so I put the jars in and made sure they were covered by two inches of water. Once my water came back to a roiling boil, I started timing them and I let them process for 15 minutes. Once the water starts boiling, I am always able to turn the burner down enough to maintain the boil without overusing the propane. So I made seven half pints and they looked really great. So after letting them sit overnight, I opened a jar and we tried it. And there was a problem. This mustard was so bitter that even my husband couldn't take it. And he is one who will buy and try any mustard combo he can find. And when I say bitter, I don't mean strong. I mean bitter with a capital B. So I did some research and read that the mustard should set for a couple of weeks before trying, as the mustard powder needs to mellow out. So I left the open jar in the fridge, and I've been trying it whenever I remembered it was there. So January, February, March, and April. I tried it again during the first week of May, and it's starting to be edible with a much less bitterness. In the meantime, I had posted the recipe on the Canning Facebook page, I didn't do a screenshot of the original recipe because the person who posted it in the first place had copied it and done a screenshot. I didn't want anyone to recognize her writing and I didn't want to embarrass her. The responses were like this. Add sugar. Add honey. Throw it out. You use way too much vinegar. And why did you use two different kinds of vinegar? You use way too much mustard powder. Throw it out. So... I do plan on making more mustard using a different recipe, and I'll report back on that. And in the meantime, I'm just letting my yellow mustard mellow. Knock on wood. So, as I'm recording, I also have 15 pints of baked beans with bacon in my stovetop pressure canner, and 7 pints in the Presto Electric digital canner. I laughed when I reread my recipe and saw that the prep time of 20 minutes and cook time of 1 hour don't really apply to me. It seems to take me twice as long, especially as I have a very small kitchen and I often have to stop to wash dishes or clean up my workspace in between steps. I have posted the recipe that I use in an earlier podcast, but I'll post it again in this one. So I thought, just for fun, I'll break down what these 22 pints of beans cost me today. The beans were free. The one most expensive item was the bacon, two pounds for $9.98. The onions were $3.50, the chicken broth was $2, and then I figured out that the cost of the ketchup, the apple cider vinegar, the garlic, the brown sugar, and the Worcestershire sauce came to about $2.03. I didn't try to figure out the cost of the sea salt, the cayenne pepper, and the black pepper. That's way too much math for me. Because I normally would shop at a Walmart superstore, pre-pandemic, I found the most comparable can of the Great Value Original Baked Beans seasoned with bacon and brown sugar. The price for the Walmart 15-ounce can is $0.88. And without figuring those few tiny ingredients or the jars which I already had, and adding in $3.30 for new lids, that brought my estimated jar cost per pint to $0.95. 
And while my husband chimed in that it didn't include the propane, and I countered that it didn't include the gas to have to go to Walmart, we both agreed that the homemade beans are much better. And as much as my husband knows his mustards, he also knows his beans. I have the greatest product to tell you about this week. It is called Jamie's Amazing Lid Popper. Now I had ordered a jar opener specifically for my canning jars and I had ordered it through Amazon and I posted it on a previous episode. But I started reading on, again, a Facebook canning group about this Jamie's Amazing Lid Popper. Many people are raving about it. So I bought one and I have to tell you I love it. I used it tonight for the first time and it is so much easier than the one I had before. This is how you contact Jamie. His email is mwright, M-W-R-I-G-H-T, 93434 at roadrunner.com. So mwright, 93434 at roadrunner.com. I really think you'll appreciate adding it to your canning collection. And again, thank you for stopping by my canning cellar. It would really help me out a lot, and I'd be really grateful if you could leave me a review and a five-star rating just to help get me more noticed out there in this vast podcast world. Talk soon. Stay safe.